Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. As the name says, our listeners are business creators, and they fall into one or more of several different categories. We have our entrepreneurs, small business owners, and local business owners, marketing and business coaches, folks who help others build their businesses, and on the other side of that coin, the do-it-yourselfers who love to have your own hands on the levers as you market and grow your business. If you are one or more of the above, please explore episodes and discover how we and our guest experts help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Just do a search for Business Creators Radio Show. Make sure to subscribe. Fresh content is added every week. Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated and helps us help more business creators just like you. Today, we are going to delve into one of the most popular topics that I see when I participate in discussion groups on Facebook and LinkedIn. This is a topic that taps into what we like to call the entrepreneurial dream, that thing that we all vision ourselves eventually working our way to, or at least most of us do, when we first start out as entrepreneurs and business creators, which is where do we get to the point where we have the four-hour work week, where we spend most of our time sitting on the beach sipping uh, Mai Tais and margaritas while the money just rolls in, while the cash register keeps ringing while we sleep, where we can take six weeks vacations and not worry about not having any clients during that time because the money is still going to roll in. In other words, how to live on passive income. This, for many, feels like a pipe dream. I know so many people who've tried to chase it and found themselves actually working harder than ever. And in most cases, they may find that still their income depends too much on the service portion of their business. So today, we are going to have with us none other than Harsha Jodi Das who is going to share his tips for creating passive income streams that could supersede what you would make with just service income alone. Boy, I tell you, that excites me. Now, just to tell you a little bit about Harsh, um, he's an author and entrepreneur, and he's the CEO at MoonMe IT Solutions LLP, which is a Facebook retargeting company, and retargeting ads are very popular. He's written six back-to-back bestsellers and is currently writing two more books. Wow, I'm just getting ready to start my first book, and he's Larry got six and he's doing two at the same time. I got to admire this man already. He's the founder of FireYourMentor.com, which is a platform for self-published authors. He has seven years experience as an internet marketer and has consulted over a thousand businesses since 2010. Harsh, welcome to the Business Creators Radio Show. Hey, Adam. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Now, before we dive in, what I want to do is I want to just kind of take a step back here, and I want to give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit. Uh, I read off your bio. I read off your statistics. I told people a little bit about what you're doing right now, but just tell us a little about Harsh the Man and what brought you to where you are today, like what some of the experiences were that led you to the position that you are today in the market. Oh, yeah. That's that's a long story. Okay, let me start. <laughs> Well, we have a total of 60 minutes, and I'd like to at least spend a few minutes educating people. So uh, awesome. try and give us a Cliff Notes version. I know it's hard for me, too. <laughs> okay. So I started, uh, I started uh, working since high school. Uh-huh. So my parents, uh, they're from a middle-class background, and they gave me a pocket money of $20, $20 a month. So that's less, $20. Like, you have to, uh, like, you know, pay for your transport, and pay for your lunch with that $20. And 
twenty dollars even that's less even in India. So yeah, so that's about it. So when I was in high school, I started to look for other income opportunities. So but since I was in school, I couldn't take up a day job. So I started working as a freelancer. So in my first year, I started like you know I visited a lot of survey websites and a couple of big per click websites and later I found that I was being scammed. I didn't earn a penny. Oh so the first year was wasted. The second year, I was on Orkut. Orkut is, was a, a social platform uh, by Google. It's closed now. So I met a guy who wanted a forum poster to boost his forums. When I say a forum poster, his job is to like maintain a forum and create a couple of fake usernames and then post on those forums so that it looks like it's an happening place. So I started creating a couple of usernames on his forums and I started posting it. So he used to pay me, I guess, one cent per post. So that was good. I still earned around 10 extra bucks a month. So I started out quite small. and But back then it was, it was okay for me because with an extra 10 bucks, I could at least pay my bills to uh, pay my phone bills. And I, I started having a girlfriend who now became my wife. Right. But back then, I didn't have the money to even call her on phone. So I needed that extra money, and I did it because I wanted money. Right. So after that, I, I passed high school. I hated school, and I, I don't think I learned anything in school. So, but still. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you and I are, are kindred spirits. I mean, we were discovering some things about each other when we were in the green room before this episode. But yeah, when we talk about uh, the secondary educational level, uh, yeah, I think of that as prison myself. I mean, I didn't come to really come to the fore until my university days. I mean, I, I think the education system is broken, completely right. broken. Yes. And I can share a lot about my experiences with people who has a PhD. I'm going to dig in later and how they answers my question. And I had to reject them for a job because they were just dumb. And still okay. they had a PhD degree. So I think the education system is broken. Anyways, coming back to my topic. So I started, I passed high school. I went to college. So I went to a different city. I came to Bangalore because I previously I was in a small town in India. So there were less opportunities. But in Bangalore, it's a tech city. It's the IT hub in India. So anyways, I came here. I went to college. Then I was like, okay, I should take up a job while in college. So I started I, I i applied for a call center job and after that i was rejected because i couldn't speak english uh, because of my broken english and they rejected me twice and they said like you know learn some english and then come back right the problem was i i i didn't see english movies i didn't see i didn't listen to english songs i didn't i it, the, the english was like a foreign language to me and for when i say foreign uh, my education one was in english but still, I didn't read novels. My parents were like, read uh, vernacular medium books or else you're going to forget your own language, your own mother tongue. You read this. Why read an English book? Because you already go to an English medium school. So the problem was that. And I was not allowed to watch English movies. They were like, why watch movies? Like, you know, read, study, study. That's the typical Indian parents. You need to study the whole day. And yeah, they made me study for eight hours when I was in class, I guess, 16, when I was 16 years old. So there was no room for me to at least grow. When I say grow, I think that people should grow, should keep growing, should keep learning new skills, should always try to master a new craft. And after that, anyways, I got rejected in college when I applied for a job. Then I started like, okay, let's get back to what I was doing. 
So right. I ha- I didn't have an internet connection in college. So I struggled there. So what I did was I, I had a phone and uh, with a phone, I had a 2G connection. I don't think that people in the US even have heard about 2G because with 2G, it was like a dial-up, but slightly better. Okay. Dial-up had, I dial-up had 56 KB per second speed. With a, with, a, with a 2G network, you'd get 128 KBPS. That was horrible. Google took like forever to load. So I worked there. I started working there. And when I said work, I started taking article writing jobs from clients as a freelance worker. So the basic requirement for internet was just to upload and download articles. That's it. Or to send the article to a client because I can write an internet, uh, I can write an article in the offline mode. So I started writing articles. And again, I started uh, taking forum posting jobs and I created a small company for forum posting jobs. And then I decided, why not just hire a couple of guys? I can then, it, it will reduce my time. I can take more projects. I can take more orders. So I started hiring a couple of my friends. Then I expanded my network and I hired a couple of people from the internet. I paid them half and I kept half. So I used to earn like, you know, a sort of passive income that time, like talking Literally, it was a passive income for me because they worked, I earned it. And right. I, I, could, I could have like, you know, I could have, I could have watched a movie today, but still I would earn some money because they were working and I would get half of that. So that's where the entrepreneurial spirit was, you know, that, that's where it started. So later I was like, you know, okay, enough here. So I got a job uh, as a forum moderator. I used to moderate the forums. So I, I moderated two forums. And then oh, suddenly one guy with the owner of a forum was like, okay, how about I give you a full-time job for 500 bucks, $500 a month? I was excited. I was like, oh man, I'm going to be rich. Because back then I was earning $50 a month in college. Right. I was like 500 bucks a month. Oh man, I'm going to be rich. So I was excited. I called my parents. Hey, I got a job. I'm going to be rich and everything. And it was funny. And after that, the next day, he called me like, you know, oh, I can't give it a job. I like, why can't you give me the job? He said, like, I think the job was to maintain, to manage the SEO section of the forum. So he said, like, I don't think you have enough knowledge about SEO. And I think I have better knowledge than you. I, I don't think I should hire you. I should hire somebody who has at least some... some at least some better knowledge than me. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So I was like, how can I learn more about SEO? So I dig into the topic. I, I had started like, you know, reading, reading uh, blogs on SEO. I started reading about right. social media. I started watching uh, YouTube videos day and night. I started like, you know, studying. When I say studying, I mean research on research. I spent like hours and hours on research trying to learn a new craft. You are certainly SEO. you are certainly telling a story that I've heard many times of folks and all the things they go through, just all these little steps that they take uh, trying to get to the point where they have income. So we were hearing some of the challenges, and I've heard a couple things in there where you went after a couple things that sounded like they were too good to be true, some things that sounded like, um, you know, it started good, but then suddenly the rug suddenly got pulled out from under you, and uh, it just feels like this whole idea of gaining passive income and having a business that works for you rather than you working for your business, it just seemed to slip farther and farther away. Is that kind of the sense we were getting overall here? Yes, yes, that's exactly right. Because the concept of passive income, I think it came late in 2014 for me. There were a couple of different hurdles for me. There were a lot of hurdles for me. 
And let me let me just continue with my story. It's not going to be long. It's going to be like right. hardly five minutes long. Don't worry about it. So uh, coming <laughs> coming back. So uh, I started it. I I started studying about SEO. Then I finally got my first SEO client. He was a guy who who's recently started a chairs chair manufacturing company in India. So he started to he started looking for a guy whom he can hire to promote his website. So I got I got a deal for two hundred bucks a month. That's great. From fifty, I'm now to two hundred bucks. Right. Great. So after that, I started digging into it. His uh, website was like my little experimental hub where I could experiment with different techniques and different marketing strategies. So I learned a lot on the job. So after that, I started you know looking out for clients. Once I got into the whole concept. Once I learned the concept of SEO, I learned everything out there. So I started growing and slowly clients kept coming in because they heard that, okay, this guy can rank my website. This guy can send me traffic. Okay, I should hire that guy. And when you are good at something, I think people will come to you. You need not go to people. Right. So that's something that I have, I have, I have um, learned in my interview process. So, and after that, I think from 2010, Till 2012, I have already consulted over 1,000 business clients whom I have helped with their SEO and internet marketing and social media. And after that, I there were a lot of Google updates happening. Then after that, I was like, okay, this thing is getting rough. And by the time I was 21, I got married. And it was not a happy time for our parents, not for my parents, not for my wife's parents, because we got... We got into a love marriage and it's kind of people to see love marriage as like, oh, he got into love marriage in India. So it's kind of tough here. So none of our parents were invited. Uh, they were against a marriage. So none, none of them were invited. So it was a rough patch in my personal life in 2011. And it uh, like the rough patch continued for one or two years. So after that, anyways, I'm um, coming back to the topic. Um, in my, in my professional life, I started consulting clients. It was all good. But after the Google updates, I was like, okay, I should change something. I should change something. So I was like, what should I do? I don't know what should I do. So I started uh, I started a software company, Speedy Crawls. I think it's the domain is not there right now. It's, it's a software company. It's related to SEO. It's a software company. So it failed miserably like you know it was a huge failure i lost more than half of my savings oh boy yeah it was a huge failure and the main reason for this failure was because i couldn't concentrate on business when i was going through my personal trouble maybe i didn't think that it affected my business but it did i made all the wrong decisions and when i think about the decisions right now i feel like kicking my ass i'm like why did you make these decisions like these are the these, these decisions are like made by a fool. I mean, why did you do it? <laughs> but the point is, you don't know when you are actually making those decisions back then. Right. Yeah. So after the failure, I got back. I got back again. I got two, three big clients. I worked with them. That was great. And after that, when I was, I, I, it was 2013, I was like, I should write a book. It was on my bucket list. I want to write a book. So I wrote a book about conversion optimization on how you should design your website so that it converts better. It's, it's related to internet marketing. So yeah, that book was a huge hit. Like, you know, I used to get around 10, 20 sales every day. It was good for me. The feeling was good. At least some people are reading it and I used to get emails. So I was like, okay, I should get into book business. And when I saw that the book business was kind of a passive income, 
you wrote a book and then you you can just forget about it you are going to get money to your bank the royalties checks are going to come in uh-huh. yeah okay i found a new stream of income i was like wow okay this should be the life that i want this is the life that i want because when i was running my seo company i was working i guess 16 17 hours a day i was managing a couple of a staff of around 20 people and it's horrible you have to run after them they will make a new mistake every other day you cannot expect them to you know be fine because you need to manage them and it's tough it's tough to manage employees we all know as a business owner any business owner will know that it's tough to manage employees because they do not have the same dedication that you do towards your company and you want to see your company somewhere where they cannot even imagine they will just work on a given project they will not right. see the future so you have a few, you you have to you have a vision about the future and it's very hard to you know run them and then say that's my vision i want to be there so just work hard it's very hard to do it every day and when you do so you'll spend most of your time working and less time with your family uh-huh. which was horrible because i got newly married when i was 21 and i was working 16 hours and i slept for 6 hours and there was hardly any time to be with my newly wedded wife we didn't go on a honeymoon we didn't go traveling we didn't do nothing and i'm a big fan of travel i want to travel so i have traveled right. a couple of cities in india but till now i i i haven't had the fortune to go outside of india because i i was so stuck with business but now i'm planning to do a slow travel starting with bali and then thailand and then slow travel as in 3 months and 6 months like that so anyways so i saw this new stream of income i was like i want to do this what should i do uh i cannot survive and i heard it somewhere i don't know who said this uh i forgot there was a story about i i'm not sure do, have you heard the story of rocky the guy rocky in the movie rocky yeah i watched the entire series clear through <laughs> at least once a year it's very inspirational do you, do you know that guy's rocky i mean i don't know his real name is it rocky you're talking you're talking about the the rocky movie series a movie i i'm talking about the actor sylvester stallone Oh sorry. Of yes. I can't remember his name. How can it be, man? Yeah. So, oh man, I I I seem like a fool, man. Oh no, I know his name. So anyways, I all saw right. all his movies like two three two three years back. I didn't see his movie when I was young. So anyways, so his his story is truly inspiring. What happens was he didn't take up a job because he wanted to feel that hunger inside of him. so that he kept working hard he didn't take up a job and in the end he had to sell his dog his beloved dog yep yep his, yep yeah you know the story right yes i do yeah so he had to sell his dog and that's what stuck me i'm like if i continue doing what i'm doing i'll never be able to make a total passive income so i need to quit consulting and it was hard for me because i had to let go of my income So and I knew that I have to live on savings for at least 1 2 years and that was a big risk on my part. So anyways I got started. I started and working and after that I wrote a couple of books around 6 7 books I wrote in one year within one year. Couple of them uh worked really well and at in, in at the same time I started a publishing company where I hired a couple of writers. I paid them a fixed sum and they wrote books for me. So when I, when they write books for me I'll own the total 
um, rights and royalties, and I used to publish them under a different pen name, and they don't own any rights. So that was another stream of passive income where I had 30 books written by different freelance writers, and I put them up on Kindle, Amazon, and then did uh, paperbacks via CreateSpace, and that was another stream of passive income. But when you publish those outsourced books, it didn't work for me. It didn't do well for me, but my books did really good. So anyways, I stopped publishing outsourced books. I started focusing on writing more books. So I wrote a couple of books back in 2014. And in 2015, now I'm like, I'm, I, had, I have had enough with books. Life will get boring if you just keep doing one task. And even today in, on Facebook, somebody uh, whom I have worked, whom I have hired as a forum poster back, in, back six, seven years back was asking me for freelance work. So that's the point. If you keep doing one thing and you, if you do not grow, if you do not take risk in life, and if I'm in my 20s, I'm 25. If, if right. you're in your 20s, especially, if you do not change and try out different things, this is the time when I should try out different things. Then I will never grow. I would never know where I'm good at. Think of Michael Jordan. If he would have you know, played a guitar and never played basketball, he would have never known where he is good at. He played basketball. He found his niche. Maybe for me, my niche is with maybe podcasting. Maybe my niche is with teaching online. Maybe it's not about writing. So I'm trying to explore everything I can right. till I'm 30. So I've made a point of building one new business every year and then moving on to the next business. That doesn't mean that I'm going to stop working on my old business. I'm going to still run that old business, but I'm going to focus most of my energy into a new business. And the GL, the energy that you feel when you are just growing and you have not reached there, the growing stage, that's where I enjoy the most. And I love that process, to be honest. So in 2015, I have started designing and creating a couple of Udemy courses. I started in April 2015. 15, that's like uh, two, two months back. And I have already published three courses. I have gained 3,800 students. And I, I will publish two more courses by this, this very month before by May itself. And then I should hit around 5,000 students. That's an expected expectation that I have. And I have this crazy goal to reach 50,000 students enrolled in all my courses by December 2015. That's the goal that I have for now. Right. And I have recently started podcasting. Podcasting is another stream of passive income. To be honest, some guys are doing really great with, uh, with podcasting. And when we, you will have to invest your time. And I do not see as investing my time because I'm learning when I'm talking to, a, to somebody, when I'm interviewing somebody, I, I learn a lot from that person. I see that as a separate time during the day where I get to learn something. I don't see that as an investment where I'm working. So podcasting is just another stream of passive income because you can do podcasting for, say, uh, you can launch 30 or 50 um, interviews. After that, money will keep coming. Money will keep coming in if you get sponsors or if you sell something, if you do any upsells with your along with your podcast. So I think that's another source of passive income that I'm getting into. And after that, I think in 2016, I'm going to try out something else, maybe speaking engagements, or maybe I'm going to develop an app development company. I have a couple of plans. Let's see what happens. But for now, I need to focus on Udemy and growing my podcast.
Okay, so this is going to be one of the most unique episodes of the Business Creators Radio Show ever because we are 24 minutes into a 60-minute interview, and I have not yet asked you one actual question <laughs> about uh, creating passive income, and we're at the point right now where uh, you've answered most of the questions I was planning to ask. So uh, this is going to be an interesting format, and I'm going to enjoy doing this, kind of going back and picking out pieces of what you shared with us uh, just by telling us a little bit about Harsh the Man, a little bit about yourself and what brought you here. Uh, first of all, uh, before I do that, though, there is one question I ask all of our guests. I'm going to ask if you could please answer this without taking the other 36 minutes because I really want to pick this apart here. Oh, man, is, I'm uh, sorry about that. No, 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 no. As I said, we're going to do this a little bit differently. So the way okay. you've done is you've kind of already laid it all out there, and we're just going to go back and we're going to dissect it and bifurcate it. So that will be a different type of learning experience for our listeners today. So awesome. Let's do a quick. Yeah. yeah, so so here's a here's a question I have for you before we do that. Now here in the Business Creators Radio Show, as our listeners know, we provide the tools, techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. And a lot of our listeners tell me that they have everything they need to implement anything that you or anybody else says they need to do in their business except for time and money. This is a question we ask every expert who appears on the Business Creators Radio Show. And what I like about it is not only the variety of different answers, but also the variety of ways the question is interpreted. So hmm. how, do, how do time and money impact our quest to develop passive income? When you don't have money, invest your time. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. If you do not have the money to invest, invest your time. Because money will keep coming, will keep flowing in. You can take up a loan. You can take up a bank loan and still work. And if you work hard enough, you're going to succeed. And for me, I was lucky enough to have some savings in my bank before I started uh, doing passive income, like writing right. books and creating Udemy courses. But for other people, if you have a day job, I would suggest that keep the day job. Work at night on your dream or on, your, on creating a source of passive income. Keep six months in hand and after six months, quit that job and start doing it full time. You know, that's kind of how I got from being a corporate warrior to a full-time entrepreneur is I started my company in 2003, and it was two years uh, before I got to the point where I uh, went full-time with it. Now, a lot of that is because I didn't know then what I know now. If I knew then what I know now, I would have shortened that two years to six months max mm. and I would have been I would have been out of there but there were just things I didn't know I was uh, caught in this whole thing about uh, you know the ox and the horse cart and which come first the chicken and the egg and all these other things what I just yeah. didn't understand is how to go about doing two things number one is going out and marketing in such a way that I could quickly get new clients. I didn't understand that piece. I didn't have that education. The other piece I didn't have was anything about creating any sort of passive income, partially because I just didn't know how and partially because I didn't believe it. I just, uh, I mean, I was stuck in that mindset of, well, I'm just a guy starting out in internet marketing. Uh, I sort of helped a client kind of do a book launch and I've kind of put together a couple websites in a way, but uh, how does that make me an online marketer? But meanwhile, it's not a matter of so much of having to prove that I've made $10 million in the world's internet success story. There were things that I knew at the time that other people didn't. 
And when we hire coaches and we hire trail guides and we hire mentors, we look for somebody who has blazed the trail that we are now embarking upon. Now, at some point, that, that trail may take a fork and you need to pick a different mentor. It's also possible you may leave your mentor and the two of you guys may circle around at some point. I have this one client of mine where he and I kept keep hopping in front of each other. So I'll jump ahead of him and then he jumps ahead of me. But we keep meeting up and we keep doing projects together a couple times a year. And that's just the way it works. So that's fine by me as well. Adam, yeah. Adam, let let me just add something for yes. your listeners here. Please, you you have said like you know you had you known what you know now, you could have done it in six months. Yes, right. For any listener listening to this, I, I'll, I'll have I have a very good tip for you. Say, if you want to learn and at the same time you want to earn a passive income, start with a podcast because with a podcast, it's a source of passive income. And when you interview people, you you can ask anything to them without sounding creepy. You can say, right. it's not for me, it's for my listeners. It's right. not for me. You, you can ask them anything you want. And that's the biggest advantage. You can talk to any leader, any expert in any field. Okay, you can ask, you can ask them the toughest question without sounding creepy. Start a podcast, right. learn directly one-on-one -on -one from somebody who is in that field. Prepare your questions. And after that, when you have a podcast, you can promote that podcast as a source of passive income and maybe get some sponsors or maybe uh, sell some advertising space or something similar. But that's a source of passive income for you. Don't forget that. You really are one of my greatest guests here because you, oh. again, answered a question I was just getting ready to ask, which is, and we'll go into this a little bit further in just a second, which is how do you actually monetize a podcast? The point I want to make first, and you touched on this, but I want to just go put it out there a little more directly is uh, when you're first starting out or when you're trying to meet influencers and you approach them saying, hey, I was wondering if I could buy you a cup of coffee and pick your brain. You know, my first, you know, what I'm going to say is, uh, is, uh, Number one, I don't like coffee. And number two, nobody comes <laughs> near my brain with any sort of instruments. So, no. Uh, however, however, when you offer them the opportunity to appear on your podcast and be interviewed, you're going to get basically the same information out of them. But see, now they're going to be willing to give it to you because mm. you're giving them something in return. When you show up saying, hey, I'll buy you a cup of coffee if you spend an hour with me, well, that's an hour of money-making money-making time they're going to lose mm. in exchange mm. for a cup of coffee they either don't want, don't have time for, or can already afford. But when you show them exposure on your website, exposure in your social media, exposure yeah. to your email subscribers, exposure to your syndication network, now we're talking about something that's interesting to them. I mean, it is so easy to find podcast guests. There is no shortage of them whatsoever. So we talked about uh, the possibility of getting sponsors for your podcast. That's one thing you can do. Uh, sometimes when you have guests on your podcast, you may end up booking them as clients or vice versa, or they may introduce you to somebody who becomes a client or shows you an opportunity. What other ways do you know of to uh, use podcasting to create passive revenue? Right now, my podcast is just a week old. I, I have okay. launched it last week. And basically what I did was I just posted in my, in my Facebook page that I'm looking for a couple of guys who are interested. Uh, I'm launching a new podcast and just be my guest. And luckily, I have enough friends who are big businessmen who make, uh, say, six, seven figures a year, I guess. And uh, they have over um, 100,000 email subscribers, one of them. So today I interviewed a guest. He has 100,000 email subscribers. Think of that massive income. He he made like, you know, six six figures 
uh, last year maybe right. so the point is you you need to start with you need to start with your friends and right. a stranger will say no to you but a friend can never say no remember this so when you have to go out there and ask somebody to do an interview with you when you are brand new when you have no previous experience or new no previous podcast to show off start with your friends start small if that's what you can but if you can make friends with big people so they're going to help you out they're going to help you launch so how to make friends that's one one question so what you do right. is you need to help you, what the biggest marketing secret is to make fr- it is to is to build relationships and when i say relationships i mean make them friends make them your friend and how to make friends just help them out if they are launching a new book promote it on your social media without asking for it just like a friend if they are doing something if they have a website just go and tweet their website or new article go out there and post a post a comment on your blog be interactive right. like you know when whenever you're doing a podcast or on a radio whenever you are doing an interview on a radio show just call out their name okay this guy he 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 does that or he says that this is this this is that so and then tell them i have just plugged you there so they're going to get influenced by that they're going to be like oh thank you thank you for that thank you for promoting me so don't ask anything from them just promote them and they're going to come back to you saying that okay how can i help you with Right. That's what you want. And today, after the interview, after the interview with a guy, he's Matt Stone from uh, BuckBooks.com. That's a platform where you can promote your books. That's a massive platform. And I'm now plugging Matt Stone because that's how you do it. I'm just giving an example. So this guy, he's a big businessman and he is launching his new courses. So I didn't know about it. So today I came wow. to know about it. So he did this podcast and I'm like okay I'm going to promote your new uh, course online and I'm going to promote it to my email subscribers and once I have I have a goal of 50000 Udemy students I'm going to promote your course to all those 50000 students I'm going to do it for you you can count on me so he was like okay uh give me the link for your Udemy course I'm going to promote it to my 100000 email subscribers I'm like wow right. I didn't even ask him that then he said like I'm going to promote it so that's how it happens that's how you build relationships It's like you have to be friends with a with a person. You cannot do a business transaction with that person. That's very true. That's very true. And you know the fact is, even when you're first starting out, you will book people to appear on your podcast because you you as I as I said, you know, meeting somebody and saying, "Hey, I'll buy you a cup of coffee in exchange for the opportunity to pick your brain." Well, there, yeah, you're probably going to get made fun of for that one. Truth be told, I'll just lay it out there. But when you mm. show them that you're going to be helpful to them, there are so many influencers out there, people who you would think, "How the heck could I ever contact this person because they never return my calls and they never answer my emails and they won't let me pick their brain?" But you say, "Oh, I'm going to I want to host you on my podcast." Well, suddenly the doors open up. I mean, we have yeah. booked people on the Business Creators Radio show that before I had a podcast, I couldn't imagine being in the same room as. Mm. But all we had to do was contact their office and say, "Hey, you want to be on the show?" They say, "Sure." Yeah. Because uh, because the more they appear in public media and podcasts are considered media, 
Hmm. the more they are perceived as a thought leader. So it behooves them to take up any every reasonable opportunity to get exposure that fits in their calendar. It's it's amazing. Now, what I'd like to do here is, um, you know, again, go back to what you shared with us earlier in the time we have remaining here. And, uh, you know, you mentioned a couple ways to build passive income, one of which is to write books. And you have six books out right now, and you're working on I think two more eight. books. I think, I, I think it's eight books, and I'm currently writing my ninth book. Aha. So uh. things have evolved since you submitted your bio to us just a couple yeah. weeks ago. There we go. So let me correct myself. It's eight books, and you're working on number nine. And yeah. uh, and tell me, and because this is something that I had a conversation with somebody just the other day, and I suggested to them that what they need to do to really jumpstart their business, which needs some help right now in terms of getting some new customers and getting some new exposure, you know, plus they want to move into some different areas and serve a different audiences. I said, you know what you really need to do is write a book. And uh, they objected, saying, well, that would take me a year. I don't think it takes a year to write a book. Tell me about how long it takes you to write a book. A week. A week? Yeah. I, I don't expect you to give us all the magic beans, but uh, if you oh, could man. throw a few tidbits at no, us see, and show I, us I, how I, you get a book out in a week. I'll, I'll give you an example. Your book need not be perfect. Trust me on that. When you, I'm talking about a nonfiction here. I don't know right. about fiction because with fiction, you have to go back again and look at a story. I write nonfiction. So, and it's mainly business books and it's about self, uh, self-improvement and self-help books. So what you need to do is you did not write the best book out there. What you know is enough. If it, think of a book as an article. Think of it as an article. So let, let's count from like, you know, how many words can you write per minute? So I can write around 50, 60 words per minute. So that means I can write a thousand words within 50 minutes. So if daily I work for at least three hours on writing, okay, just three hours, take the big 20, 21 hours off. Okay, just play, watch a movie, do whatever you want. Just invest three hours to write. And when you invest three hours, you're going to write 3000 words and it's going to come in easy. Within three days, you have 10,000 words right? Within three days, you have 10,000 words. And if you want to publish a book on, on say, Kindle, you do not need more than that. It's better if you can write a book worth 20, 30,000 words, but with 10,000 words, it's enough to get, get you started. It's enough, trust me. And anyways, you're going to launch your book at 99 cents if you're new. So there's no point to write more words if you're just selling it for 99 cents. So write a 10,000 word book. So it's going to take you three days to write uh, 9,000 words, say four days total to write 10,000 words. Next day, send it to an editor on Fiverr and order a book cover on Fiverr. Within two days, you're going to get it back. Then by the time it's around seven, seven days, by the time it's around a week, you have a book. You have a book cover. You have a, a, a manuscript that's fully proofread by an editor. And that's it. That's pretty much it. Then you go to kdp.amazon.com, upload your book, click, click just submit, and within 12 hours, your book is live on Amazon. Now, that's a Kindle book, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's a Kindle book. But what you do is you just uh, convert that book into a PDF, uh-huh. and then you put it on Create Space, and that becomes a paperback. Aha. Uh-huh. See, so basically what you've done is you just given us the outline for how to 
get books available. And what we're talking about here is within a week's time having a book available on print-on-demand. So even if you choose to sell it through your website instead of using Amazon, you can just go to CreateSpace and order copies. Now, yeah, you're going to pay more per copy perhaps to get those out there, but at the same time, uh, what this is really doing is it's building your passive revenue stream in a few different ways. First of all, it's easy to sell a book. Number two, it's easy to get partners to help you with a book launch. It is easier to get people to help you with your book launch than with your product launch. I'll tell you something. Yes. With Create CreateSpace is owned by Amazon. So once you have the paperback on CreateSpace, you're going to have it available on Amazon and it's going to get linked with your Kindle version. So you need not do anything. And the CreateSpace version of the paperback copy is will be sold on Amazon and Amazon is going to promote that. You need not do anything. Amazon is a big website. They have, I'm, I'm like, they're a trillion dollar company or billion dollar company. Yes. So they are huge. You need, your website, you don't even have to think about your website. Your right. website is teeny little website somewhere where you don't even have that much of traffic compared to Amazon. So once you have your paperback, it will be on Amazon. And the easiest way to launch a book is to get at least five or six interviews from some people, from some influencers, you know, niche. Yep. yep. And get, get, get that interview. And once you launch, tell them that your interview is in this book. What would you like? Would you love to share it with your audience? That's it. That's that, a good launch. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, get, you know, what you do is you schedule a bunch of podcast interviews that all hmm. hit at once. So next thing you know, people are looking around and they're saying, "What the heck is going on? Who is this Harsha Jody Das who we're seeing all over the place all of a sudden? And why have I not heard of this man before? And it looks like everybody's buying his book. I need to get my copy. That's kind of how it works in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. And and the beauty part about that is once you end your book launch. You can just leave your book website up, and just from all the work you did with your book launch, you'll continue yes. to sell at least a few copies a day. Yeah, and just put it at ninety-nine cents. You are not planning to earn some money with your yeah, that, book. Yeah, that, that's yeah, your, that's your Kindle book. And if you're doing a paperback promotion, uh, do something where it's like free. Just pay me shipping because your goal yeah. here, you're not gonna in most cases, particularly when it's a nonfiction business book, because the market's so saturated. The goal hmm. is not to become a millionaire off the book. The goal is to create a passive income stream off the book, albeit right. a relatively small one. But what's that going to lead to? That's going to lead to people seeing you as the thought leader. So if it's so if they're looking to hire somebody for a big bucks project if it's between you and that other person who doesn't have a book you have an edge because you've written the book on it literally number one number two you're more likely to get booked for speaking engagements uh number three uh you're more likely to get booked by the media because you have Mm. a book and uh you know again all these things contribute to passive income and uh and i would say most importantly of all is because you've taken the time to write that book because you focus yourself and you put twelve or fifteen thousand words on paper, you can carve up sections of that for blog posts, for YouTube videos, uh, as scripts, and all kinds of things, and you can have a content machine running on your behalf. Yeah. Without having to stop every day and say, "Oh, humming, 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 humming. What do I write here? This is so hard. I can't think what to write." You don't have to worry about that because you got a book, and when you need more stuff, you write another book. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And and the point is, you need to capture some email addresses. Don't forget that because you need right. to create an audience for yourself. And the best way that I have found to uh, capture email addresses is that by giving away an audiobook, audio version of that book for free, because people will see it as the audiobook comes along with the paid book. 
right. with the Kindle version. So I should get that. Like if you get something for free, along it, it's like a bundle package. The audiobook plus the Kindle book will cost you 99 cents. You have the Kindle book right here on your Kindle or on your tablet. But the audiobook, you will have to download it by giving your email address. They will have to do it. And I have seen that with, in my cases, like, you know, around 70 to 80% of your buyers will actually opt in to download the audiobook. And after that, you, once you have an email list like that, once you build that email list, it's easy with Kindle to build an email list. Like you don't have to spend any money to build an email list. And later you can obviously promote your second book to them. You can promote your third book. So and that that's that's just starting. You can obviously promote your coaching and online courses and everything else. Right, precisely. So we have just a couple minutes left here. It's funny how an hour passes by. So what we've really covered here is how in terms of building passive revenue, one of the big things you can do to really get that passive revenue machine going is write your Dagnab and book and get it out there. Now, there's one, and we also talked about podcasting and how podcasting connects you to influencers and connects you to stream of revenue that you're not going to get just sitting there uh, wishing, hoping, praying, and dialing for dollars. Mm. Uh, and, you know, because you know, we, have, we have eight minutes left here, actually seven minutes, and I want to give you a minute at the end. But if you could just take two minutes and just tell us about this Udemy thing. I've heard of it, but tell, tell our listeners about it. Udemy, Udemy has... Uh... Six million, six million students enrolled in their courses. Right. They are, they are like, you know, um, huge. They are growing exponentially because if you check the Google Trends, you know Google Trends. Just go to Google, type Google Trends, then you will find a box out there. Right? Just type in Udemy and then Udemy.com or Udemy and click search. Then you will see the graph. It's straight on top. So the point is they're growing exponentially and it's on us to explore that opportunity. They are basically an online learning platform. They have a base of 6 million students and, and we can sign up as an instructor and then we can create some courses out there. And right. when I say courses, it need not be too long. And I have a course that will teach you how to publish an Udemy course within just five hours. So if you have a Sunday, next Sunday, if you have the time, Go and download my course. It's going to be free. I'm going to give it for free. I'm not selling anything. I'm going to give it for free. You okay. can post post a link in the show notes. You book, can see yeah, that bookmark course. Bookmark that, yes. Yeah, so bookmark yeah, that. We'll come back to you, you, will, you will learn how to create a course within just five hours. And after you publish that course, the revenue stream, it will, it will open there. Okay? So you can promote that course to your book readers. First, first thing is that. Second thing is once you have a course it's quite easy to get students right now. If you give free coupons, once you have free coupons, once you give free coupons out there to students, next thing, the next course that you are, that you are gonna create is gonna take another five hours because I'm gonna teach you the exact technique. So once you have a couple of courses, first course, you'll get a couple of students, couple of thousand students for free, give away free coupons. Right. Next course, give them the course for $1. They're going to buy if out of a thousand, even if 10 or 20 buys that course, you're going to earn 10, $20 as passive income within like overnight. And that's like for five hours of work and it's going to keep increasing. And, and as you keep promoting your courses, Udemy is going to promote organically to their students. That's a 5 million students that I'm talking about. They're going to promote your course. So right now, uh, Udemy promotes like the income revenue is like, I started back in April and I, I can be like quite open about my revenue here because I'm quite new. In April, I earned $74 this month till today is 20 May and I, I have earned already 100 bucks. 
and it's increasing slowly. And I'm right. sure if I have around 10 courses, 20 courses, I'm going to I'm going to easily earn a thousand to two thousand bucks a month easily with just 10, 20 courses. Yeah. And if, if you follow the blueprint that I'm showing, you can create a course within just five hours. And one more thing, if you have a podcast, what you can do is you can create those podcasts into courses and then put them on Udemy. That's one more thing that you can do and exploit YouTube as well. If you have a YouTube channel and just take those videos from there and put it on Udemy. If you have a podcast, put the podcast even on YouTube. Just explore all the options that you have. Fantastic. And again, which you are, and this is the point I want to underscore for everything we've covered today is when you're building passive revenue, we're talking about we're talking about a series of small victories that will eventually add up to something very substantial. Because yeah, you put out a Udemy course and you make a dollar off it. Then you put one out and you make a hundred dollars off of it. Yeah. But this becomes a snowball effect. And next thing you know, because you have 20, 30 courses out there, you're yeah. making a thousand, two thousand dollars a month that you don't have to do anything for. Now you may not be retiring on that this year. But I think a lot of our listeners know exactly what I'm talking about when I say a thousand dollars, an extra thousand dollars a month is the difference between uh, stressing out, wondering how you're going to pay some bills, and uh, being able to take a deep breath. If you know what I'm talking about. But why stop at just uh, 10, 20 courses? Of course, you can you're, have... not gonna, of course you're not going <laughs> to yeah. stop. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying this is the impact that you start to see on your business. So you keep doing yeah. courses and the number keeps growing. And you keep writing books. Uh, you keep doing your podcast. You keep reaching out. And, but, uh, Adam, yeah. but Adam, one thing people should not forget that at, one course might be a big hit. One book might be the bestseller. And that alone, that one book alone, that one course alone can make them a fortune of course it could of course it yeah. could. but the thing is to get to that you have to keep going yes so so if the first one doesn't make ten dollars or one of them falls flat or whatever just keep going it's a snowball yeah. effect so yes. uh yeah so we have uh, so we have literally uh, two minutes before they kick us off and go to the next episode here so first of all um uh harsha jody das thank you very much for being with us today and if you could just share with our listeners really quickly i think you mentioned that uh you're going to give us a gift uh yeah. we would love to see that Go to fireyourmentor.com and okay. you're gonna find you're gonna find a pop-up, you're gonna find a link on top. Fireyourmentor.com. It's there. There are links, there are pop-ups. Just sign up out there. You're gonna get all my courses for free. And I'm also gonna give the link on your website, on Business Creators website. I'm gonna give you the link so that people can come there and download as well. But if you Great. do not come there, if you're listening on iTunes or somewhere else, just go to fireyourmentor.com. You're gonna find my courses out there. Absolutely. I'm going to check that out myself. Fireyourmentor.com. I can't wait to spend some time perusing that website. That domain no, I, I have to. I have exciting. to modify that website. I'm modifying that website because well, previously we I have. Yeah, yeah. I'm previously I have previously created it for published authors. Now I'm creating it for people who are looking to expand, who are planning to grow and learn a new craft. So it's kind of a different niche. It's going to turn out that way. Right, right. So yeah, I see at the very top your Udemy passive income courses right up yeah. there at the top. Uh, so. Uh, so I, I challenge our I challenge our listeners when you're listening to this uh, take uh, take Harsh's Udemy passive income course give it a shot and get some coupons and give it out to your colleagues and start your Udemy empire and just see how that goes again it's a, it's a uh, or else just 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 PM me and I'm gonna help you to earn your first thousand students Trust okay me. very yeah. good. All right, so we are at the top of the hour here. Again, uh, Harsh, I want to thank you very much for spending time with us. It's been an honor and an education. 
Uh, thank you so much for having me, man. Yep, and for everybody listening, this is Adam Homie, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com and also check us out on iTunes under the name Business Creators Radio Show. We help you win at the game of business and marketing. Until next time, have a great day.